So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron LeBauer, and today's episode is short and punchy. These are the top 10 questions that um, physical therapy uh, students or even pre-physical therapy students ask. Um, my friends, uh, Gabby Mason, Sarah Falbo from Gratitude Podcast with a G, <laughs> Gratitude, the podcast, sent over 10 questions um, for me to help uh, contribute to one of their uh, publications or eBooks. And I decided to just record um, all these questions because I like recording rather than typing. And I recorded them and decided have to publish it on the podcast. So one, I wanna give a big shout out to um, Sarah and Gabby. They're doing amazing things for our profession. They are um, two uh, like like student physical therapists, right? I think they just graduated. Uh, so they're new PTs and they're helping other student physical therapists and pre PTs get into physical therapy, um, do it without going into mounds of debt and understanding all their options once they graduate. So if you have uh, a few moments, uh, make sure you check out uh, their podcast, Gratitude the Podcast. Um, I believe you can find them on Instagram at gratitude, G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E, Gratitude, the podcast. Um, go give them a follow and uh, let them know you heard about them from the Cash PD Lunch Hour. And so today on the Cash PD Lunch Hour, we're going to go through the top 10 questions um, that they've sent over to me that uh, that student physical therapists and um, new grads ask um, so that uh, we can help you on your route to, I don't know, helping even more people, making a massive impact in the world. And... Uh, living the life of your dreams, the life by design, the life that you want, not the life someone else wants for you. So in this episode, you're going to learn some of my top recommendations about books and purchases, failures, advice, um, bad recommendations, um, how to fo get focused when you're unfocused and feeling overwhelmed. Uh, one of the uh, absurd things that I love and uh, a new beliefs and behaviors in the last five years and some memorable moments from PT and what I wish I would have done differently as a DPT student. So um, make sure that uh, you get ready to listen. Like I said, it's uh, short and punchy, but I believe this delivers a massive impact uh, or massive value. So just let me know when we're done what your big takeaway is and what you're going to do about it and enjoy the show. Thanks. So here we go. Um, what is the book or books you've given most as a gift and why? One to three books that have greatly influenced your life. The number one book that's greatly influenced me in business is uh, Guerrilla Marketing by Jay Conrad Levinson. It's really difficult for me to read books. I've got ADD and it's hard to sit down and do it. But I knew when I started business, I had to learn business. And I got this book probably at a bookstore in San Francisco. And it really helped me market my business. So Guerrilla Marketing from Jay Conrad Levinson very first book. Another marketing book is called Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson. That's probably the one I've given as a gift or recommended the most. So if you want a free copy of that one, go to labauerconsulting.com forward slash 
dot-com secrets, um, or maybe you can click the link below this. Um, and then there's a book that, uh, let's see, nonfiction book that greatly influenced my life. And there's a lot of different ones. Um, I've been reading uh, books about leadership. Um, the Operator by uh, Robert O'Neill is uh, a book by one of the Navy SEALs who was on the raid to uh, capture and kill kill Osama bin Laden and that was really great because what I'm getting is a look into um, what does it mean to be a leader and go all in and uh, put the mission over the man some of these great lessons um, from these amazing warriors number two what purchase of a hundred dollars or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months or recent memory um, like the readers love uh, specific brands models where you found it etc so what's something under a hundred dollars I would say Number one, I mean, the thing that's under $100, it's $97 a month. It's ClickFunnels. It's where we host all of our online courses and landing pages. Many people say that, oh, that's really expensive. Yeah, compared to what, right? It's expensive compared to um, $1,500 in rent for your clinic. No. Is it expensive compared to a soy latte? Sure. But will that $97 generate you thousands of dollars a month? Yes, if you put in the work. So... That's probably one of them. Um, it's not a brand new purchase, uh, but I think the biggest mistake a lot of people get into, you know, especially in entrepreneurship, is um, struggling over these small costs like software costs or you know credit card processing costs. These are just costs of doing business. These aren't really um, expenses or costs. I would say the next one uh, that's most positively impacted my life was the $20 I spent to go camping overnight with my daughter in our VW van. Um, it's a memory that's going to last a lifetime. So um, that's the other one. Three, how has failure or apparent failure set you up for success later? Do you have a favorite fail uh, failure of yours? Here's what I'll say about failure. Failure has always been part of the plan. And if you expect to do something great, expect to fail. You're never going to get through life without failing. But failure is only fatal if you stop trying. So get up, uh, figure out what's the lesson they need to learn when something didn't work out and make it better. And then failure will be no longer be part of your vocabulary. Um, an example of one is about a year ago, we, right in the beginning of the pandemic, I launched a program. It was a five-day mentorship program. Um, I was going to teach a whole bunch of things like podcasts, writing books, um, doing webinars, uh, marketing, etc. Um, it was $197, and um, we promoted it really hard, and I didn't get a single person to enroll. And I was like, well, whatever. I'm going to go uh, take a vacation <laughs> and, and just took the week off. About a month later, um, we just kind of tweaked the headline, um, took out a bunch of the content and made it more simple, created a little bit uh, more specific uh, timeline for it and enrolled 97 people in the program. So what does failure um, set me up for success for? It means failure sets me up for success. So being willing to fail means that I'll be, success is going to be available for me. Number four, what advice would you give to smart driven college student about entering PT school or the real world? What advice should they ignore? Okay. Here's the advice um, for PT students or pre-PTs, anyone entering the real, real world, in air quotes, the real world doesn't exist, it's what you make it. So don't try to just do things because that's what um, you think you should be doing or other people think you should be doing. Do things that you love to do and figure out a way to 
make money doing what you love. And the way to do that is to solve really big problems for people. So don't um, worry if you're walking down like the campus and someone says to you, hey, Aaron, have you taken your resume to the resume drop? And you're like, well, what's a resume drop? <laughs> that was my experience. Uh, there is something out there for you. It may not find you right away, um, but just keep going. I mean, and also be willing to change every five to 10 years. I mean, I knew this when I was in college. I said, you know, if I'm doing the same thing 10 years from now, I'm going to be disappointed in myself. And I graduated college and I went and tried racing bikes at the, I got to be a top amateur level. I never became a pro, but you know, I got really close, as close as my physiology would let me. And then I became a massage therapist. I did that for eight years and then became a PT and did that for eight years. And now I'm a business coach and a physical therapy business owner. So what's next? I don't know. We'll find out. That's the real world for you. Okay. The real world, uh, exists in what you make it. Okay. What are bad recommendations you hear in your profession or area of expertise? Okay. The number one bad recommendation is because you're a PT student, you can't open your business or you must have five years of experience as a physical therapist before you open a clinic. Now that's bullshit. It just is. No one should limit you based on their own fears. So, and you're going to hear this all the time, be willing to climb above the noise. Bad recommendations you hear in your profession or area of expertise are other people telling you you can't. And it's as simple as that. What you have to do is figure out what do you want and find the people who have what you want and go learn how to get it from them or be around them, be near them, learn from them, be in the same room as them. So the, the worst recommendations are the ones where someone um, in a position of power tells you you can't do it. You shouldn't do it, um, especially because of some arbitrary, in air quotes, uh, timeline. <laughs> I mean, you know, they don't know. You can't, they can't, they make blanket statements about the capacity of physical therapists and physical therapy students and even pre-PTs based on their own experience and not your experience. Okay. Number six, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused or have you lost your focus temporarily, I had that happens all the time. I'll sit down to do something and be like, why am I sitting down here? What do you do? Uh, I go, what was I doing before? And then a uh, squirrel runs through, you know, I go squirrel and then I'm on Mars. Um, so, uh, what do I have to do? I have to take a deep breath. I have to plan my day. I need to know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. I have to create structure for myself. It's a little bit of the freedom paradox. There is a freedom paradox um, around being successful where you can pretty much do anything you want. It gives you a little anxiety. You're like, well, I don't know what to do next. You just have to create structure and schedule things in. But when I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, it's like take a deep breath. If I'm feeling really, really, really overwhelmed, I go work out and exercise. Um, but if I sit down to do something, I forgot what I was doing and I lose my focus. I just go, well, that's normal. Um, okay. What was I supposed to be doing? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, what's the next uh, thing that I'm going to do right now? And some of the best ideas come to me when I'm in completely unfocused. So it's totally cool to be unfocused. Um, but what you really have to do is figure out how do you get shit done and um, see things through. And that is where I have the ability to lock on a target and finish the task. Everything else kind of gets uh, thrown to the wayside until that thing is done. And so it's more of a hyper-focus. Um, when I'm focused and hyper-focused on getting something done, it gets done. Um, and you only get paid for done. Number seven, what's an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? Mm, absurd thing that I love, unusual habit. Um, 
That's interesting. Well, I love um, sea urchin sushi. I would call it absurd. I'd call it delicious. Uh, most people would be like, ooh, that's kind of gross. It tastes like um, a, uh, a, a beach explosion in your mouth. In the last five years, what new belief, behavior, habit has most improved your life? Aha, this one's great. Waking up early and exercising or waking up early and making my bed, depending on who wakes up first. Um, but I wake up early and I go work out. And then I have breakfast, uh, take the kids to school, and then go to work. Or I wake up in the winter, I'll wake up early, get some work done, take the kids to school, work out, go into the office. Creating a morning routine um, that's somewhat flexible that allows me to get in my uh, daily exercise, some meditation, and time with my kids. What's your most memorable moment from PT school? On my first clinical rotation, uh, I saw 43 patients in one day. I was there till like 9.30 at night maybe 10 o'clock, and I had an hour drive home. That was the day I decided I had to start a cash practice. That was the day that I, did, I realized that I wasn't going to get paid to be the physical therapist I expected to be and that I was going to have to go start a practice. And when I told my CI that probably later that week, um, he said, no one's going to pay more than their copay for physical therapy. I was like, what? I was like, I was already charging $85 an hour um, as a massage therapist, uh, working with uh, people who were in pain, had injuries, already been to PT, chiropractic, acupuncture, surgery, and I was the one that was um, first person to help them, first person to touch them where they hurt. And I was like, people are going to pay me an extra $10 an hour because now I'm Dr. LeBauer. And it's true, they actually now pay me um, more than uh, two and a half times that amount um, because I'm Dr. LeBauer. Not just because I'm Dr. LeBauer, because of the way we market and sell physical therapy services in our clinic. That's the number one most memorable moment. That was like the pivot moment. Um, number 10, what do you wish you would have done differently as a PT student? Not much. I think I pretty much did everything the way I wouldn't go back and change anything. If there was one extra thing that I would have done differently as a PT student, it probably, well, this was in like 2006, 2008, but I probably would have started selling uh, products and services online. I was working as a massage therapist locally, but I and I had some lead magnets, but I wasn't selling any product or service online. And that's probably what I, uh, if there was one thing that I would do differently is go back and do that. Because once you get that formula right, you start generating uh, passive income. And passive income is pretty amazing. It's not completely passive and it, and it takes work. But once you get it set up and running for you and automated, like we do with our uh, systems and software and the PT email engine and with our Platinum Mastermind members, um, it makes a huge world of a difference. Those are the top 10 questions. Um, Gabby and Sarah, I hope you enjoy these and take the ones that you feel are the best or take them all. Um, if you're watching or listening, um, this has been uh, great. I love getting questions like this. I would love to know from you. Please leave a comment below what was most helpful for you or what was your number one insight. If you're listening on iTunes, um, just please let us know. Uh, maybe take a screenshot, um, tag me, uh, at Aaron LeBauer and tag Sarah and, uh, and Gabby at um, Gratitude. I think it's Gratitude Podcast. I think it's at gra Grad, G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E. Um, I believe that's, that'll come up with theirs. And throw us out a little Instagram story and share your highlight or share what you loved. Um, we'll re we'll reshare you and we'll see you on the next video. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating or review over on iTunes, and uh, we'll see you on the next show. Thanks. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice, or you already have one, and you wanna learn how to grow it and scale it, 
this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint. Because I want to get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I want to give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And we get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.